Hello and welcome to Live and Word Ministries. We're impacting lives and changing the world. Join us as we dive into the Word of God. You made a way for us. You have led us, O oh God, unto this last Sunday of the month of February. And you are leading us into the month of March. Lord, we thank you for all that you have done for us. We thank you for where you have, oh God, led us from and where you are leading us to. Because that you are with us, we come first tomorrow. We are not afraid of what tomorrow brings because we know that you have, oh God, made tomorrow, you have gone through tomorrow on our behalf. We thank you, Jehovah God, for what is ahead of us in the month of March. And we thank you for every family represented in Living World Ministry International. Father, each and every one and each family, oh God, we pray for your blessings, for your love, for your protection upon everyone, oh God. As we are, oh Lord, about to hear the word of God this morning, I submit myself my vocal cord unto you. I pray that, oh Lord, what, oh God, the word that will come out of me will be undiluted. It will be simple and accurate. Lord, I pray that it will touch life. It will cause changes in our life. We thank you and bless your holy name in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Shall we take our seats? My brethren, what I have for us this morning is something that you know probably something we do, but we don't know the depth of those things we do. You have heard that no man is an island. No man is an island. We are social beings. If we look on Genesis, even God himself, we hear about Trinity. God is not on his own. We hear about God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And we hear in Genesis when God created Adam. God created Adam first. God looked around all other things he has created because he created all other things, both animal, both tree, whatever. 
God created, and man was made last and put man in charge. But the word of God said that God looked at all other things he's created, could not find anyone suitable for Adam. God, in his infinite mercy, didn't say, oh, well, Adam, my son, you have to make do with whatever that is in there, you know, well, make a choice, choose one, second best. No, God always give the best. God has to go back to the drawing board and created Eve, the best, the soulmate to Adam. If we read that, um, <clears throat> which is in Genesis, let me see. Um, all right, I, I'll just I just have have it uh, in a in a caption. He he said suitable, suitable for him, a helper. My message this morning. The title is service is a bedrock of relationship. And you know that in this month, we are, the dim of this month is relationship goals. I say service is the bedrock of relationship. And if we open Matthew 20, 28, and just hold it on there, and then I go again to subtitle this and say, why is service? a bedrock of relationship for God and man. Why? And I say that a true service seeks to honor God by loving God completely and honestly without anticipating a reward. A true service. Hallelujah. Now, dictionary meaning of service says, service is the action of helping or doing work for someone. We know there are various types of service. There are self-righteous service, when people do something in order to get something. They do it, they're selfish. They do it to favor them. We know there is eye service. People do it just for them to be acknowledged. They are doing it. When you are not there, they won't do that. We're talking about the true service, Christian service. And uh, <clears throat> we know as we are social beings, as I have pointed that God, there is Trinity. God assigned aspect of service. He is the father. The service he does 
the fact, the, the service that Jesus does, the service that the Holy Spirit do, all comes up in, um, in causing the expansion of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Even though that you do your part, I do my part, he does his part, it comes together and brings the glory to Almighty God. Hallelujah. Now, as I say that no man is an island, we are social beings. We are made for each other. We are created to help each other, to work together. We also depend on him, God, but he also commands us to love him and love our neighbor. First, we love him. Second, we love our neighbor as we love ourselves. If we love God, we will render service to each other in the body of Christ that will bring praises to God. And he will reward us. Remember what he says that those who pray on the marketplace to see themselves, to make themselves that these ones are prayerful. What did he say? They are reward. That's all what they get. Those people who say, hey, they gathered in the, in the marketplace to pray. Yeah, they are uh, prayerful. That's all they get. But when we pray in a quiet place, when we pray or give help in a secret way, knowing that we are doing it for him, he rewards us. Amen? You hear about service. 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 Industry or service in things that in this world that carry service, service is more than any other thing. You hear public service, you hear or public servant, you hear service industry, you hear um, bus service, um, you hear um, all, even mechanic service. Everything you hear is about service, service. Even the, the meaning of servant of God is those who serve God with clean heart that has been proven that they do it with their heart, not expecting anything from man. When you have been able to see those um, um, prayer houses or those ministers, those who are real, they don't charge people money. Because it's a service that is given to them by Almighty God. The God will reward them. When you get to where they will ask you for money, they will ask you in a way, sow seed before they pray for you, there is something wrong. 
there is something wrong. When you are doing the service, the true service from God, you do it for God. Right. We are here. How does the service start? How does the service start? Services start from the family. We all grew up in family. You might say to me, oh, Brother Blessed, I have passed that now. I'm married. I have my own family. Yeah, you're still in the family. You have your own family. You move from your father's household onto your own family. And we have biological family. We have spiritual family. We are here in spiritual family. Hallelujah. The same service. Now, when we were growing up, you know one or two of your sisters, if you are from a, a large family, that when she is in, and you went out, you come back, there will be food if mom is not around. Yeah? And then our moms, oh, even if when you don't, didn't go to Iran, you were sent to, there will still be food for you. All these are services. Our sisters, our brothers, Everyone in the family, as we are growing up, when you are 10 in the family, when you are 6 in the family, each has a kind of service they render that will make up this family. And when we are doing that service without grumbling, we are meeting the need, but we are also building that family and giving glory to God. Because when they see a very progressive family, and they say, look at this man's family. His children well behave. They are giving glory to God. And when they, what the people are seeing each and every one in that family contributed to bring that family into the public eye as a peaceful family, as a God-fearing family, as a progressive family. So we have that service. If you are the one that always brings peace, if you are the one when every other one is shouting, kill him or you know, punish him, and you say, Dad, Mom, let's you know, take it easy here. Let's find out what happened. You know, what has happened for him to behave like this? And in the end, that will be sorted out. I have countless of examples to give. I know 
those who have forfeit their own career for other siblings to go through. Last year, when our dear sister, Auntie Dora, Auntie um, Naomi's sister passed away, before then, I had a testimony. You know, she was not the first, but she made herself available for the service of the family so that any other person can go and do what they want. Pro pursue your career. Go, I will look after the family. It's a service. Relationship cannot work without service. Families, the fabrics that hold the family is the service we do. And it's not just to fulfill that need, but it's also to build up the family and give God glory. So if you have missed that, we are in the spiritual family. Our chorus starts here. If anybody will ask Auntie Manuela when she starts singing, at some point it might be I couldn't do it. Somehow she mastered the courage. All of our choristers here praise and worship. At first, they might have had a little bit I can't do this, my voice, this and that, but they come up and they start singing. They are, they fulfill that need of singing. But through their humbleness, dedication, singing, they are serving in the kingdom of God and they are doing what? Building the kingdom. We know we have good voice, but if we come in, they are not here. They are not singing. Yeah? Yes, the church will carry on, but we will have lopsided, isn't it? Amen? Amen? So as Sunday school teachers, and Rita, my wife, those who have taken the children, yes, there is that kind of fulfillment that, oh, yeah, I taught these children, they'll grow, blah, blah, blah. That is that. But they are building the kingdom of God. Without teaching those children, and they miss that chance, they will not get the, the right stuff that they need at that age. You see? So we serving, all right, let me come down. The purpose of service is for God to reach others through your hands. Hallelujah. So if I say to you, you are the hand of God, 
You might say, how? You are a hand of God because through your service, God reaches other people. Hallelujah. Now, our scripture, if we go back to our scripture, or, or um, let me just finish this one anyway. Um, like I say, that the purpose of service is for uh, so that God uh, <clears throat> can reach others through our hands. Let's see in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 9, verse 12 and 13. It says, for the administration of this service not only supplies the needs of the saints, not, not, not just, or not only supplies the needs of the saints, but also is abounding through many thanksgiving to God. Hallelujah. It brings praises to God. When people see how you serve, what you do, Yes, they are well pleased, but they are also praising God. Hallelujah. Service. The service that we provide not only meets the needs, but express thanks to God and leads others to praise God. In Ephesians 4.12, the Bible also said that the service builds up the kingdom of Christ. So, many people want to be eager to know about what the Bible says about the service, but the truth is that God expects those who love him to provide service to others. And by providing service to others, we become God's hand, reaching out to others. God has special place in his heart for the most vulnerable, the weak people. This morning we have prayed for Ukraine. The mighty power of Russia descending on a country that is not as powerful as they are. God will look for those who will intercede for Ukraine. Who will intercede for the most vulnerable in the country or in the society. God is looking for those who will do service, who will provide service to accommodate the homeless. Are you Someone who is outspoken. What is the position you occupy in the society? That position you are occupying is not just for you. It's meant for you to help those who cannot help themselves, who are not well-placed. Where do you work in the society? 
Are you a manager? Are you a chief executive? You are called to serve one another, to serve each other. Can anybody, as a manager, when, when, when you are, they feel so happy? Who is, you look at the manager's list, you see, we don't have John here, isn't he? <laughs> you see John. Hey, God. Um, some people do it. In, 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 um, in some establishment, when they see the kind of manager that is troublesome, that you can't, they declare sick. I mean it, they declare sick. You hear? Of sick. Of sick. Of sick. And they see a manager that is very helpful. That even when you do your job, you will say, thank you for your work today. And they will all, everybody, even those who are sick will become, you know, hallelujah. We hear, I know this because my wife is in that situation. She, when she's on, everyone will say, yeah, um, Sister Josephine is on today. They will want to come. I have the testimony of Auntie Mariama, you know, a job that was advertised. And they have, oh, we know who is suitable for this job. We know who is suitable for this job. It's the service you do that will pave a way for you for promotion. And that reward is from above. Because God has spoken to them, see my servant, see my maid servant. When we work for God, when we serve each other from the heart, we are serving God. And that's why each time God has paid, that's why family is very important to God. Whatever we are doing, we are also moving in family. Relationship. That relationship, whether it's work. When we, God help us. When we, when we see, even if it's contract service, whatever it is, you enter into that contract. You sign an agreement. It's a relationship. If you do that service, those even who build, okay, you enter into contract with a builder and he build nonsense, what will happen? He will lose his contract. You see, the service is done with the heart and then you get a reward. And then, why do God 
specify on service. Let's go back to our first, um, our main distant um, uh, test, which is 20, uh, Matthew 20, 28. It says, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Hallelujah. That also tally with the song we just sang last. Hallelujah. Amen. Now. that Jesus did not come to be served. He is God. He is the master. But he came to serve. For what we know, the Bible we read, did he serve? He served. He served that he, he the master, Wash the feet of his disciples. Hallelujah. He served, he fed 5,000. He was compassionate. He did not even condemn anyone. Hallelujah. And then he went to the cross because of love. He served everyone. As we say that when we do our daily work, cleaning, love, support, listening, teach, and endless of services, least we know, least we know that when we do this without grumbling, we are serving God. We are building that family. What type of services are you rendering to your siblings? Even if you have left your father's household and become your and build your own family. There is also, also Service you you are you need to render to that family. Can one of your sister, one of your siblings come when he's having problem? Auntie, I know you stand with the truth. Please, I know this is the problem I'm having. Can you help me out? Can you come and talk to mom or dad about this situation? Are you that one that? can give encouragement, that can lift a family when they are down, up. Are you that one? And in your own family, what are the things that overwhelm you? Have you come to the crunch that you say, I don't think I can take this anymore? 
I hear today that every service that you are doing with your heart, you are rendering it for God. And you are building your family up. You are helping to present that family as a peaceful family, as a progressive family. And your action in that family will help to make or break the family. But we are praying that your service will be a true service that will build the family and will bring praise to God. Hallelujah. How about what are the services you are rendering in God's house, in the body of Christ? Our dear brother, their shark, setting up, it's a service. Some older, you know, their and the wife, they have been, you know, a pillar out there for um, media. Um, David Nausea. And all the rest, during this pandemic, you know, we didn't know what we could have done without them. But that, some majored in uni, in media. David also, um, David Kumi, when it comes here, they all, as they me, me, um, uh, studied media, they fulfilled that role, but they're using that service in helping the kingdom of God, the body of Christ. Hallelujah. You see, it's not just I have fulfilled my desire, I've studied media, I've worked in the media, but you use that thing you study to help and serve in the body of Christ. And you are building the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Are you called to pray? Are you given the, the task to pray in the kingdom of God? Yes, it might look a bit but whatever you are doing is a cleaning. What task are you doing in the kingdom of God? The message today is that if you do it with the heart, if you do it with reverence of the almighty God, you are helping to build the kingdom of God and God will reward you. Now, what propels us to serve with a heart? There are about four or five things that propels us to serve with, with, um, with the heart of God. One is the love of God. If we have the love of God, 
there is nothing that will be too hard for us to do in, for God. Because he gave himself, Christ gave his life for us. If we have the act of kindness, if we can see and have compassion on people, we'll be able to do service, render service without expecting anything from anyone. We know that kind of act, kindness. We will get to it by the good Samaritans. You know, there were righteous people, those who go to church regularly, but they weren't able to help that victim until the Samaritan get there. And what led him out of love and kindness? We will come to them. Third, forgiveness. If we are quick to forgive people, if we don't hold grudges or anything against them, we'll be able to reach out people and help them easily. Humility and service is another part that will make us know to feel, you know, that I've done enough. We know that we are doing something for those who cannot do it for themselves. And then practical generosity. We're not just saying it with mouth. Oh, sister, I pray for you. God will... Um, take care of it. Yes, God will take care of it. But if you have what that person needs, why don't you give it? Remember we say that when we, that God reaches to people through us, we are the extension of God's hand. So, loving God and neighbor, Jesus taught us, that the foundation bedrock of Christian life, or a born-again Christian, we are familiar with Jesus' commandment in John 3, 35, um, to be recognized by how well they love others in the same way that he demonstrated his love for them. Jesus explained to his disciples that this love, which the love of God, this one that Jesus explained to his disciples in John 13, 35, even extend for your enemies. He said, the father loves the son. Huh? The, yeah, law uh, 1335. Is it? 
Yeah, that's 35, yeah? He said, by this, all we know that you are my disciple, if you love, if you, if you have love for one another. Amen? Yeah. Um, the one I have here, it says that this kind of love extends to your enemies. Charging Christians to do good, bless and pray even for those that cause them most grief in life without expecting anything in return. I know that when somebody push me too hard, you know, sometimes I feel cramped in my, you know, but this type of love, God is saying, even pray for your enemies. Pray for your enemies. Because it's him alone that can bring judgment. Amen? Me and you today, because that somebody has pushed us to the age, we may want every fire and brimstone on that person, but God the Father who knows that person's future tomorrow, knowing that at a point, he might repent, will have mercy on that person. Amen? As we said before, kindness. We should show kindness. In Ephesians 4.29, appeals Christians to be very careful of what they say. Let no wholesomeness word or unwholesome word proceed from your mouth. We see some of the people, they come out of deliverance and they start, you know, cursing. They start, you know, binding and losing. And they start, you know, you know bringing curses onto people. And the word of God says to us today, we, the Christians, even when we witness other sins, other sins, or one another's sins, he said that we should not take the role of a righteousness policeman or policewoman. But we must try and bring correction in love, in kindness and gentleness, and let God handle the rest. Because when Jesus came to Mary Magdalene's situation, he took a different way from the others. And he ended up in saving her rather than condemning her. And that Mary Magdalene, her name came in the Bible because the way she was saved touched her that she 
surrendered her life to Christ. Amen? Forgiveness is very important. As a born-again children of God, God has freely bestowed the gift of his love, grace, and forgiveness upon Christians who then reaps the benefit and blessings. So he is to pass the same blessing to others who have wronged him because we have been forgiven by Christ. Remember why the person when we are when there, there were this talent, the person that was forgiven by his master and let out. And then someone who owed him, what did he do? He pounced on him, locked him up. When his master who forgave him had it, he said, you wicked soul. And then he was able to make, you know, be made to pay back what he has owed his master. Because he was forgiven. Why can't he do the same to the one that was owing him? So, God has given us that grace. We did not deserve it. It was undeserved favor. And it cannot be earned. We owed God. We owed God nothing for it. So, born-again Christians are not supposed to make others work for acceptance. But rather to follow the advice often heard in church. Be kind, compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ, God, forgave you. Most importantly, humility and service. Jesus set a high standard of service for his followers, to live up in what we have read, Matthew 20, 28. The Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. After shocking his disciples by washing their feet, Jesus told them, a servant is not greater than his master and directed them to follow his examples of humble service to others, not to be afraid to take on lonely tasks to benefit and bless others. The Bible admonishes, admonishes born-again Christians to, take, to, to look out for each other's best interests as they would wish to be treated, regardless of social status, without playing favorites or putting on A that degenerate another. Hallelujah. Now, lastly, generosity or practical generosity, as we say. In James 1 and 2, he boldly declared that religious reputation is worthless if Christians do not put hands and feet 
to their faith with practical generosity that meets the needs of the real people where they live. Wherever Christians are, wherever we are, whenever we see opportunity to help, let's be able to use that opportunity to reach out to people. It doesn't matter how small or how big we're able to serve in that so that when people see us, they know that we are truly children of God. Amen? Not to say, oh, brother, God will provide. Sister, God will provide. But the little I have to help you in that with practicality and generosity I give you. God is looking for those who will demonstrate God's heart by actually doing things for people in God's name. Hallelujah. In God's name and love, and love people with their hearts. In conclusion, we are social beings, and we are made for God and each other. No man is an island. No relationship will survive and blossom without true service. God expects those who love him to provide service to others. By providing service to others, we become God's hand, reaching out to others. God has a special place in his heart for the most venerable of the society. And God charges us, his followers, to be able to reach them with our service. God bless you. I hope you have got something today. And I pray that we will serve him with all our heart. Father, we thank you for the message. I have brought this message as it has come to my heart. And I, Lord, I pray today, Lord, make this, O oh God, to be part of us. Whatever that you have given us, the talent you have given us, whatever that is in our hand, that we use it to serve you and serve one another and bring glory to you and praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you were blessed by today's message, why not share it with a loved one? And as always, stay connected by visiting our website at www.lwmi.org.uk. We hope you were blessed.